p.m. Wednesday, March 11th, 2020, episode number 781 of A Yeah Dude. My name is Jonathan, and this is Seth. Hello, Seth. Hello, Jonathan. 2020, A Yeah Dude, America, through the eyes of two American Americans, talking about things that are going on in America. Uh, I hate this is need to to bring Quibi up again, but it's more on a broader sort of you know the universe and in its chaos and try to control it or at least I think I do and you know I am with with media and I try to stay abreast and try to stay on top of things and couple episodes back, I was sort of panicking about all of our streaming services that I couldn't... All the new ones? It was spinning so out of control. And for me, if I... I knew there'd come a point in time, maybe when we started this podcast in 2006, uh, there was only three networks, right? That's all we had. So it was easier to sort of keep track of things and as time has gone on. And now we might... We're at this tipping point where it, it might... 
I might not be able to, you know, we were talking about that we're adding, you know, to all the services that I mentioned. Um, when, when Quibi comes out on April 6th, on April 6th, even though they're only, let's say they're summer five to seven minutes, I guess summer nine, summer 10, just the, the sheer number of, even if I just wanted to watch one episode, which is a lot of times I try to see the first episode of things on April 6th, they're going to drop 51 shows on April 6th. So just if I was, let's say I had access to Quibi and it was April 6th and I said, you know what? I'm going to watch one or two. There's 51 that are coming out on that day. And then I read that over the course of the next nine months through the rest of 2020, they will release 175 original shows. So, um, so even if you're just watching the pilots of all of them, if I watch 10 minutes, a one pop, minute. Yeah. Let's say I watch 30 seconds. I don't have my calculator. Can't do the math. I'm just saying on a more, eh, Maybe this is a an exercise, and I'm gonna have to sort of and letting go, letting go. Yeah, it's like, but it's funny like that. People, again, as you're listening to this episode and in this time space continuum, we um, kind kind words left at eight 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 four two two three five seven about the dance. We don't exactly know. We don't even know. None of us know the future. We're learning that right now. None of us can predict the future. Again, she is safe. She is in Hollywood and she is safe. So part of me, there's a, there's a, there's a idea of that it's time and to let her go. And then there's another part of me that says, why, why never let go. And I don't know if the car is now, should the car be serving as a, should the, the dance and Quibi, should they, do I need to keep the dance going and watch all 51 Quibi shows? Or do I need to say, Seth, we are spinning out in this vast universe. You need to let go. Well, it's I amazing mean, that they're happening at the same time that 15 years ago, if I told you that I'd still be driving the dance, you would have laughed in my face. And when I also told you about Quibi 15 years ago, I said, Jonathan, we'll watch things on our phones. We'll watch Quick Bites, 10-minute episodes. You'd say, Seth, you're crazy. It's called a podcast. Slow down. Um, well, I mean, I think you... Oh, I think you need to be... Uh, try to be practical and realistic about certain things. But then there's other things that you, one, pursues beyond the realms of logic and reason due to uh, uh, a personal love and obsession and choice. So respect something like the, the arts, let's say something like the Sundance, it might be advisable to say, uh, do right by the Sundance by maybe enabling it to live on as a vehicle maybe even keeping it as a vehicle but not not demanding of it so much daily daily use demanding so much uh, she's so it might be like a, a little, i can't ever let go of this thing because it means so much to me but i also realize that i can't expect it to continue so much to give to me as much as it has been for so long 
at such a small price, <laughs> such little cost. Takes take take take. Yeah. So wow. Yeah, and same goes with me, and same goes for <laughs> television. And no, I I think that that's yeah. You could you could. It's it's the question of do you make it? Uh, is it a is it a uh, a game that you love to play, or is it a life? You mean the game of life? The aspects of it within the within life. Like I'm going to try to watch every single original title that Quibi puts oh, out I because but I'm. That's just it. I I don't have to. I mean I'll. I'll see the. I saw the fifty-one shows. There's a couple that intrigued me. It's just the idea that this constant maintenance and upkeep. It's I'm I'm you know I'm at my breaking point. You know I give I give all. I give it all. I give a hundred percent. Is it going to break me? Will the streaming wars break me? Is the question. The platform wars. Will the platform wars break me? <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the first he fell victim, the first victim of the platform wars um, was a young viewer in East Hollywood. It's it's um it's insane. I mean, you've been saying that this you've you've been at this breaking point for as long as I've known you. 15, yeah, that's true. Uh, but I persevere, and yet somehow you managed to Always. to to continue. Ad I that adapt. That, that, I that breaking that edge that you're on is it. forever sort of uh, uh, danger zone. I push it. Yeah, you, you, the roof is is being raised. It's amazing. So, is there not? Um, Maybe the well is just so deep. I just I go into my reserves and and nothing. I say, give me more. What else you got? Yeah, I think. It, it's that's all you got it's but the letting go versus not letting go and that's when tough and when, when do, it, do, that when you do that it's easier obviously when life tells you when that has to happen and which it does where it acts upon you the decision has been made for you yes and there is a certain uh relief in that because as much as it isn't in your choice you're relieved of the responsibility of having made mm. a choice and then possibly living to regret french vanilla or hazelnoose we're out of hazelnoose hazelnoose the decision has been made for me thank you 7-eleven um 7-eleven you're out of hazelnoose i have no i have i have no reason to believe otherwise and i, I believe i shall the, the french vanilla it me. is thank you for helping me thank make you. this decision seven and or eleven <laughs> um i Eleven to three? No. Three to eleven. Uh, I don't know. Eleven to seven. Three. Uh, eleven. Three to eleven. Eleven to seven. Three to eleven. eleven six to eleven. Six uh, to four. Nine to five. <laughs> Whatever happened to nine to five? Some people still do that shit. Uh, it's. But in life, we need to. <clears throat> life is funny. It really is. Um, it's funny. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you act. Sometimes you're acted upon. Yeah, but I think change. Change. Is, tell me about that. It's good. I didn't say that. Ah. I said it's. I didn't say anything. I said it. I, I think it's that it. It does something, 
and that it's inevitable and that it's always happening no matter what and no matter what hmm. we try to tell ourselves. It's just changing. Uh, it's never not. It's always it's changing. It's only change. It's only changing. And so sometimes maybe we want to... Uh, yeah, dude. Only changing. Always changing. Are you still in there? O only changing. Yes, I'm changing again. I'm Polaroiding. I, we, but sometimes we want to pull back on the reins and try to control that. Okay. Other times maybe we want to try to speed that up. And then other times we surrender to ah, the the flow. Waiting for that. But, um, but what you're saying is it's forever changes. Okay. I believe the... I support and believe in both improving a quality of your life that a better, more reliable, more enjoyable automobile would give you. And yet I also totally respect and identify with the connection Unbreakable that you bond. have with the dance. And so unshakable bond. My solution that I usually come to in those situations, probably not the most feasible and probably not even uh ultimately I try to I try to have both. Hitchhike. Do both. Okay. I, I was thinking to do I neither. Do both. Keep it and get something hitchhike. else. Hitchhike. And hitch. Hitch. I think um hitch hitchhiking I saw somebody hitchhiking yes a couple of days ago and I almost picked them up um if it had been somewhere else slightly more convenient was that a freeway on ramp ah could be an escaped convict um but I had not seen someone hitchhiking in the metropolitan area of Los Angeles in, I couldn't conjure the last time I'd seen somebody thumbing it. Right there. Right there. I was streets. like, wow, that is like bold. Who is that? Is bold? that female. Female. Yeah. Is this young lady. So I was like, well, this person's me either crazy or in a real tight spot because you're probably taking your life into your own hands, no especially question. at a freeway on-ramp, because there's no, like, jumping out of that vehicle at the next stoplight. No. Like, you're about 70 miles an hour until you get to fucking Silmar. There <laughs> like, we are. I mean, you're, you're, we live in Carmel to now. Toast. So, okay. But um, I, rem I, re I remembered fondly of the times... The incident. ...when like I lost my license and uh, resorted to hitchhiking uh, a lot through this city. Always on off-ramps. Only um, on off ramps, mostly on the west side, PCH stuff Fine. like that. But I did a lot of it. I did a lot of hitchhiking. Also picked up my share of hitchhikers in my life. Um, different times. Very different. Probably not even a, an advisable, wise decision. Even at that point, people were sort of like, "You're not supposed to do that anymore." It's yeah. not like the '60s like and the, the '70s 40s. where people would like do it, or even when you did yeah. it to like reggae town or whatever. But in the '30s and '40s, when no one had a car, totally. Yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. But hey, but, old timer, jump on in. Get in there. Get back in there with the chickens. I'll wake you up when we get to town. When we get into Carmel by the Sea, because <laughs> you're where new you live now. Your new home. <laughs> In Cody, Wyoming, on Saturday, June 13th, the Celebrities Against Cancer Celebrity Softball Game. I stand behind that. 
Uh, Give me who we got. We got Coyote Peterson. Sorry, I thought you said it was a celebrity softball tournament. Harrison Ford? Come on. That's Air Force One, dog. Air Force One, yes. That's the guy with the earring. And Kanye West. Kanye West in Cody, Wyoming, will be playing in the softball tournament. Um, There's no way Kanye West could get a fucking base hit off of me. Not a chance. Who's Coyote Peterson? He's on uh, Animal Planet, Brave the Wild. Uh, and he's like that guy, like, wrap a python around my fucking neck. All right. You know, take it from YouTube, wrap a python around your neck, and you get a fucking show on Animal Planet. Uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. That's he the can guy probably with, play some that's ball. the pilot with the earring. Now, he, he's, a, he's a celebrity. Uh, with a diamond stud. And he's a, he was an actor, I suppose. Singer? One of the greats. One of the greats. Of our time. And Kanye West. One of the performer, greats. Performer, one of the greats. And they will all be playing in this What's game. What's he doing in Wyoming and Cody? Open vistas. That's where artists create. He he's painting Catch now. the ghost. He's painting. Catch the holy ghost. Um, all right. Celebrities playing softball. I've got Kanye West at first base. I've got Coyote Peterson at second base. Harrison Ford at third base. Shortstop. Shortstop. I was going to save my shortstop. And uh, you've got who you have at shortstop. Or th- who else can we? Who else lives in Wyoming? Bruce know. Willis probably rolls out there, right? Well, or is that close, Idaho? He's, but he's close. It's he close can, enough. He get over get there. Bruce Willis out in center field, blowing harp. This is a crazy game. Who's pitching? Who's pitching is the question. Um, Harrison Ford, huh? All right. It's the pilot. Okay. The stone pilot. Not, not Sully, but Harrison Ford. Um, I have right here. A listener of Ah uh, Yeah Dude, she teaches um, fourth grade. That's nine-year-olds and ten-year-olds. I mean, these kids so inquisitive, uh, so full of life. It actually attending. They come into school and they're there pretty much to learn. They have questions. She has these nine and ten-year-old boys and girls. She teaches. I guess what would commonly be called sex ed, but in this particular school, it's called growth ed. And I don't know if that's, um, maybe for legal terms, I don't know. But growth ed, it's these kids, I guess they're learning about human bodies in terms of sexuality. Can I say that? Maturity. Can I say that? These are nine and 10 year olds. So... She made sure to give me some of the questions that they write into her. Sometimes in these classes, there's discussions. Sometimes there's reading assignments. But these are a list of questions that kids are anonymously, they're asked, you know, what, just tell me. Is this something you feel, you might not feel comfortable talking to your mom and dad, older brother or sister about? Please ask me. I'm your growth ed teacher. And this is... These are anonymously submitted? These are anonymously submitted by her students. And these are all... These questions, they're legitimate and... They need answering. And they need answering. I figured you might. I'll tell you. What if the penis doesn't fit? Congratulations, she wrote back and gave it. Well, then, congratulations. Um, 
Teacher, I have a question. What if the penis don't fit? I don't have the answers because these are, that I'm not privy to, these, to the answers. I just have the questions. Don't worry, it will. Don't worry, it will. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Can there be a threesome marriage and sex? Yes. You sounded hesitant. Well, you'd be writing this down. They would be probably reading. I don't know. Maybe I'd be reading them out loud. Maybe I'd be answering them, them publicly and while they were submitted. Hoping that like, the privately. student that wrote it didn't. But, there weren't any tells, giveaways. But also realizing that every answer I give basically is like my job hanging in the balance. No question. Because it's, it's, it's being monitored. This class certainly has I mean, cameras in it and it's being that, monitored. That one in particular. Like, Can there be a threesome marriage and sex? Only in hell. In hell, wink, wink. Only in Dante's Inferno. <laughs> How about, what is porn? How do you answer? You know it when you see it, Billy. You know it when you see it. Get out of here. Fuck. What is porn? I don't know. How do you answer that? I need more time because with we're, these. We're, still, we're dealing, we're, these kids are just kids. And they have some questions about bodies. How do we get into something that that's way too much? Is that something we can... I'd table that. I'd stick a pin in that question, at least till the end of the fucking year. You know? Until we... I mean, what does 69 mean? Well, go to this website. Well, 69, and I could answer. Okay. Six, Porn is a broad subject. Well, 69 is a singular act. A, Dually, a dually, a dually singular dually, act. A dually singular act. <laughs> what does 69 mean? Well, it's porn. Well, you didn't answer that yet. <laughs> wink, wink. What does 69 mean? Oh, that's the, an actual question? Yeah. That's see, an answerable just, question. I, do you, how do you, do you draw it? Do you discuss it? Is there a visual aid? You get the Kama Sutra. What's allowed in this class? This is the legalities of this class. Are, that's a way more... Probably way more uh, issue riddled than the answering of the question. I can answer, answer these questions, but am I allowed to and in what way? Oh, you're allowed to in every way. They're paying you good money to do it. Tell her what 69 means. Well, Emily. How do I know when to insert a tampon? Answerable. Yeah. Does my penis need to be erected for me to have sex? Yes. Decorated and erected. Yeah. Erected penis. In, your, in, in our honor. In your honor. <laughs> Young man. Yes. Decorate that erected penis. Yes. Yes. Answerable questions. But very good questions from these... These inquisitive young minds. Yeah. These inquisitive young American minds have questions about bodies. We get. Um, this is a puberty reading reaction. We've just read some literature on puberty. Wait, well, you missed one. You didn't miss one, but what does it say above what is oh, porn? I missed that. What is butt hair? Answerable? Yeah. Well, 
because these are young bodies yet to experience I guess what we're doing right now who knows when yeah we're in a puberty reading reaction these are all this is these are all applicable they're all intertwined Uh, I think that it's cool how babies are made from sex this is just some reaction to some. Oh, this those. isn't a question. No, this is a more of an essay, an award-winning essay. I think that it is cool how babies are made from sex and from our penises and vaginas. Also, that when the penis goes up the vagina, the sperm moves to the egg and they make cells and a baby is created. And how I was made from my parents naked in a bed, rolling around, kissing, and my dad's penis going up my mom's vagina. Okay. And I think that's awesome. I think it's cool. And I'm going to tell him when I get home. At dinner. That's far healthier. At Thanksgiving th- th- dinner. It's th- very healthy. Very healthy outlook. It's amazingly healthy outlook to think about your body, your life, what you're grateful for, and what you're grateful for is that you were, your parents got naked in a bed, maybe, rolled, rolled around. Hope. Rolled around naked, maybe, maybe. Maybe. There was probably at least one item of clothing. Definitely. We're not, probably not fully naked. But your dad's penis went up your mom's vagina, and that happened. And the rest? The rest? Look at you. Look at you. You little... Puberty reading reaction. I think slash feel that it is very normal to do sex. I do think that it is weird that there is a lot of sperm and that extra sperm comes out of the woman when she pees. Don't know what that... Oh, excess sperm. Okay, fine. Of course. I also think it's weird that the penis just goes in if it's decorated. (laughs) Erected, erected, erected. Awesome would it be to get to teach this fucking class, and and and, and have these open conversations with these kids, yeah, and give them the knowledge and the tools that they need to grow up to be uh, open, proactive, body positive kids, yeah. young adults. Uh, in growth ed, I learned about reproduction and sex and puberty. I also learned that people's bodies, even if they're the same sex, go through different changes. I learned how sex in puberty can be scary and horrible and enjoyable and all of them healthy. Lastly, I learned that sex is when two people, in parentheses, or more, yeah, same or different gender. Come on, yeah. Strip and cuddle and kiss and hug and show different signs of affection like humping. <laughs> We're gonna be all right. Yeah. We're gonna be all right. Yeah. We gonna be all right. Cause this is who's gonna take the lead. <laughs> hey, I like it when uh, I peep into a bed and I see multiples. Different genders, humping. That's my idea of what's right. And if I don't see it, 
If I look in and just see a man and a woman fucking, I'd be like, eh. What I like is multiples. Take it or leave it. <laughs> all genders cranking it up. Yeah. And expressing it. Expressing it. In all sorts in all of ways. The ways. Hugging. Hugging. Kissing. Kissing. Humping. Each other. Hugging and kissing and humping and humping. Amazing. And loving and chicken and humping. And chicken. <laughs> so we going to be all right. It's good to know. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember ever. I do. I don't. So it's. I do, and I remember thinking that just... the woman that they picked was a. She was a regular English teacher of ours, and I thought she was a uh, very. Um, I thought she was the wrong choice because ah. I knew that she was a uh, virgin. Very. Mm. I knew that she was a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Do you know what you're talking about? Don't seem like it. Uh, no, I knew that she was quite conservative and Christian. No. I should and say so, this is a private school. So they get into it. They get into it. Yeah. It's a private school. Yeah. This ain't no bullshit. This curriculum ain't no public school bullshit. Um, Some outdated textbook. But God, these kids are just, they're allowed. Because who the fuck... It's you, you gotta get them before what is, they know what porn is, so you can explain to them what the fuck is going on. But what is butt hair? Like wink, what? Wink? No, or, like uh, what the fuck is it there for? Well, I guess you'd be like, what are nipples? I mean, you're gonna get a lot of questions about the body. There's that you're reasons just for like, all of those. For dudes? Well, it's it's sort of a uh, 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 um, what teacher? It's sort of a... Male nipples. What are they about, teacher? It's a residual leftover okay, from sort of our a, sexuality not oh, being okay. determined until, okay, you know, okay. that we have... XYs and such? And, yeah, I mean, it's... Okay, okay. Tell me. What's a Brazilian? <laughs> Tell me. What's a landing strip? Tell one me. of the hardest questions of all of them. You if thought not the hardest be, one would maybe be what, what is, is porn? porn? Because it's too it's too abstract of a notion at this point. It's and too broad of a sub, it's, of a of it's a, too, it's of a subject or or genre. What is God? I'd rather <laughs> answer that. Would, no, you know what I, I'm going to answer? That's what my answer would be. Who's God? <laughs> what is porn? What is God? What's God? <laughs> I'm out. Am I? I'm going to go to Panera. I'm meeting the homies at Panera. You guys take care of yourself today. This public school, private school private rules. School. Do not tell your parents I just said that, but I'd be out. Um, I'd like to know what that teacher's answer was to that. What is porn? Man. You definitely have to sit with these questions for a night, but you couldn't just night, answer yeah. them off the, like, from the hip. Because you could get into some dangerous territory. Yeah, you definitely need to sit with them for a night and be like, how do I, how do I broach the this? Way how do I answer these appropriately and honestly, but without, uh, I guess, superimposing my concepts, ideals, my and my programming my onto program. them? You well, know? I, I know this teacher a little bit. She's spot on. Top notch. I'm sure. Unlike me. What you got. <laughs> Yeah, I just remember what is porn, and you got a slap across the face. Yeah, that's porn. Yeah, You're like BDSM. <laughs> the teacher would get out. 
I mean, what the fuck were they teaching? Up until this woman in this class today, no one was ever taught a fucking thing about bodies until this very class. So we can't even gauge where we're at interpersonally, um, sexually, between all genders. It can't start being right until this class graduates graduates and the succeeding classes after it. That's it. So definitely didn't get any of that growing up in any of my schooling at any point did anything. I had a, I do remember a health class, but there was definitely, there might've been a fucking diagram of like, you know, a fucking a nude body, but certainly no, no, I remember there being real. Sex Nothing education when we were before we were of sexual age, and then I remember there being like health. I guess when we were in high school, and basically them telling us like this is how you protect yourself from STDs and pregnancy and yeah. HIV and stuff like that. But I, mean, I remember this. Like, they'll be writing, you know, think pieces by the time they're in high school on sexuality. This class, yeah. Off to a good start. I'm gonna bring in some students. They're going to have intercourse in front of us. This is a. Uh, and we're going to discuss this. You're very advanced in your real side. Uh, it's private school. It's uh, to a private school. I've been answering questions about butt hair since I was nine years old. The Bureau of Labor Statistics uh, says that the fastest growing jobs in the next decade. All right. That's, these are the kind of things I need to know to, so I can start taking classes. Now. Number seven would be a physician's assistant. We know that. Right? Well, that's too, mu- too much schooling, I think. That's almost like... It's basically a doctor because you don't even get to talk to your doctor anymore. You only talk to the doctor's assistant. So, what about number six? Information security analysis or analyst? Like a hitman? What is that? I think that's a hitman. Information. What Information is security, security analyst. analyst. Information security. Is that? It's like a head of. Sec- well, is no, that-, that would be making sure that people's information is protected. But because you got no code, or do you get like, to wear the suit like, with a walkie and just sort of oversee like, it? Because of like identity theft? Like and Ray like, Donovan? Is that what Ray Donovan's about? I thought he was a mobster. That show has been on it's, I for like 40 years. It, I think that's what he is. He's an information security analyst. Ray Donovan. Information security analyst. An ISA. Five, occupational therapy assistant. Something medical? Occupational? I don't know. What does that mean? Occupational therapy assistant? Uh, what is, is that what it was? Occupation? So that can be anything. Occupations or anything. Right? What do you do? I, uh, I uh, lay down pavement. Well, you need some therapy. So you're a therapist. So sign, but you're an assistant but to you're an assistant that therapist. To the therapist that does the therapy for the person that lays pavement. <laughs> For personal care aid. Personal care aid. What would that be? Personal care? Like personal assistant? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you only get like stuff that you get at like right at the drugstore. So you're a personal assistant, but you only deal with... Things in the bathroom. Bathroom related <laughs> products. So you're essentially... Um, your hyaluronic acids, your serums, your potions, your lotions, your collagens, like we were talking about. Yeah. You're basically an expert um, in uh, vanity and... In, in freezers and fillers. Freezers, fillers, <laughs> juvederms and such. All right. Three, home health aid. Home health aid. So 
You're in a home. I know that because that's in it. But you're in your own home. Oh, no. We'd have to be. No, I'm saying you're in someone else's home. home. Not a home, like you're a aiding, home. You're aiding in their health. So yeah, that's so more personal like, chef. That's more. I think that's more like a, I guess maybe a nicer way of saying uh, home, at-home nurse. At-home nurse. So you're bathing? Are you cooking for them or bathing them? Or ba- both? Bathing and then. I'm a personal chef slash bather. I bathe his nude body after I feed him. That's, that could be that crazy. Oh, yeah, for sure. I make his consomme. I feed him his consomme. I hold his penis as he leaves, as the consomme leaves him. It's a crazy job, and I live there. As he evacuates his consomme. As he consomme. evacuates the consomme I made from scratch that I fed him. I bathe his body. I live there four days on, four days off. I'm a firefighter. Are you a firefighter? No. Number two would be a wind turbine service technician. That sounds But I know what it is. So you have a wind turbine. It's busted. Could you service that? I sure will. I'm not going up that. Let me get on my gear. Let me put on... No. I'm not doing that. Let me hoist myself up there. I'm going to hoist myself up there. No, fix your turbine. I'll fix it? How? Like with a wrench? Replacing parts. You got to take out the... The turbine mechanic. Turbine. So you're taking out the bad parts. You're putting in the good parts. Number one, solar photovoltaic voltaic installer solar panel installer voltaic installer not panel <laughs> how dare you uh because solar is the future it's hot so wind and solar and home health and home health and personal aid and personal cooking and an analysis <laughs> Wow. It's all assistants and technicians. Not all, because I guess all the actual jobs are taken. So you're just so kind of there to like change the radio station. You're there like hype, man. You want to, you want to, <laughs> you want me to do the thing where it's like, boop, 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 boop. I can't really do that. I don't have a button for that. I'll just change the radio station. Is that good? Do you like, you like that? Do you like that one? You like kind of, you want new hip hop or old hip hop? That's all I know. The new stuff or the old stuff? It's either K Day back in the day. They, or? Yeah, they either made it in the 90s and you've heard it a thousand times. Or they made it yesterday and it all sounds the same. You tell me. I can change it to both. Yeah, I can hit either button. You just tell me left button or right button. It's, uh, it's tough. Um, we are celebrating this year. Para Mahansa Yogananda. We're celebrating this young man's arrival to America. 100 years ago. 100 years ago. He began an enduring legacy of spirituality that has blessed and transforms the lives, the lives of millions. He started the Self-Realization Fellowship right here, right up here in Los Angeles, California. Right up the street from my house. Right. Is that in Mount Washington? I was just there. Holy shit. That's uh, the headquarters. That's my the world first, headquarters. For my first time, actually, even though I've lived there true? for that many years. I was what, just this there. This just happened? Yeah. This year? Or mi- yeah. That's crazy. You celebrate 100 years. Mm-hmm. This is true? You're like, mm. Yes. All right. I've been to the other one in the Palisades, but okay, I've lived in Mount Washington for seven, what, 10 years almost? Yeah. And I've never been you literally it, seen it? two months. No, never even seen it. It's at the top of Mount Washington. It has to be. Never been up there. It's changed the until, lives of millions. It has until, to be on top. Until, Things that change lives of millions, they go up. They don't go down. 
I guess it was. It might have been this year. That's gonna say. It was, if not, it was it literally was the end. Let's just say it was this year. year. And I'm uh, moving in to the house. So I wanted to share. You've been there to yeah, the Mount Washington there. one. Yeah. He passed away. We're celebrating his hundred years of being here and changing our lives. He passed away when he was fifty-nine years old um, in nineteen fifty-two. This is what it, this is, we'll tell you, we'll see if this is, this is what he said. Now, his autobiography of a yogi, which was a best-selling book, Steve Jobs, apparently, at his memorial service, he had it known, he had 500 copies, so if, to, if you attended his memorial service after his passing, you were given autobiography of a yogi. Here, take this. Thank you. A free book? Thank you, sir. In the days leading up to his death, Yogananda began hinting to his disciples that it was time for him to leave the world. March 7th, 1952, he attended a dinner for the visiting Indian ambassador to the U.S. at the Biltmore Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. At the conclusion of the banquet, Yogananda spoke of India and America, their contributions to world peace and to human progress, and to their future cooperation, expressing his hope for a united world that would combine the best qualities of an efficient America and a spiritual India. Uh, Daya Mata, who was a direct disciple of Yogananda and was head of the Self-Realization Fellowship from 1955 to 2010, said, next, sitting next to Yogananda, he read from, a po from his poem, My India, concluding with the words, where the Ganges, woods, Himalayan caves, and men dream God, I am hallowed, my body touched that sod. As he uttered these words, he lifted his eye to his Anja Chakra, or spiritual eye, and his body slumped to the floor. Followers and others say that he entered Mahas Mahadi. Look that up. Let me just... This is the act of consciously and intentionally leaving one's body. A realized and enlightened yogi or yogini who has attained the state of nirvana at an appropriate time consciously exits their body. This is known as mahasamadhi. This is not the same as physical death that occurs for an unenlightened person in Hindu and yogic traditions Mahasmahadi, or the great samadhi, means that a realized master has left his or her body while in a deep, conscious, meditative state. Bold move. So does this mean enlightened yogis take their mahasamahadi during their final practice as they transcend? Therefore, it only occurs once in a lifetime when the yogi finally casts off their mortal frame and their karma is extinguished upon death. An enlightened or realized yogi is one who has attained this non-dual state where duality of subject and object are resolved and the yogi becomes permanently established in the unity of his or her full enlightenment. So you, they, you die, but you've... I don't understand. You've reached this state, you're consciously, you're exiting the body, but you're doing it, you, but your body... He was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to read this. I've entered, I, I know this, so you, 
I don't understand. You got to do it at the same time. You got to leave. I'm, I'm leaving right now. I've reached this, but then the body dies. I'm not sure. I, I didn't make, I, that's why I read it to you because I don't understand. What don't you understand? You you literally Sid die. Was hinting at it yeah, prior, but, but it's not oh, like some like it has to be timed perfectly or something. It's okay. the fact that the uh, the, oh, you, the, okay, the idea is that an enlightened being there, can, can leave. Now, okay, I can leave. Can now. choose to consciously leave their body. All right, because I might say that if I knew you were sick. Yeah, I would be like, oh yeah, I've, uh, actually, I didn't tell you, but I kind of straight up reached nirvana. <laughs> so you'll just go out on a fat I'll lie, probably peaced out. <laughs> And people will be like, oh my God, he told, he hinted at it. I'll be like, I think I'm going to go now. I've How old was he? 59. That's not that old. Well, it's not that old, but he knew because he, I'm saying though, that, did he know? He knew. But, but why, why would he know at that age that he was going to die? Because he, because you're saying, cause he knew. Well, but I, I don't know if you, if your life, if you came here and you were this kind of had this book and you were this huge yogi. You you would probably, it's possible you'd start hinting, dropping some hints. So then when it happened, everybody would be like, he straight reached it. And so he just like, he already like went, he was already like there, right? Wouldn't you just to cover, hedge your bets, you'd want to cover your bases. If you were making a living doing that, you'd want to make sure like, Oh, by the way, everybody, I've mad reached Nirvana. So if I happen to drop dead at any point, like it's because I was like, I'm out. I meant to do it. Meant that. to do it. <laughs> I meant to Urkel it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I I'm not. I'm just. I'm, I'm saying. The people. I might we'll go roll to the one on sunset. And what gonna, year was that? This happened. At this event where he did this, this was in March of 1952. Just saying. I mean, Steve Jobs believed it. He gave out 500 of his book. You know? Um, I mean, if you give out 500 copies of a book at your memorial service, you better love that fucking book. I met some people up there, that some some older women that have been there for a very long time. What were they wearing? Clothes? Uh, just to find the clothes. Blazers? Pencil skirts and blazers? I don't think so. Okay. Um, wraps? No. No? Okay. I don't remember. Linens? Loose-fitting linen? No. No, you don't remember? Okay. Because you look in the eyes because you're locked in. I'm locked in. I don't you're see like, that. I don't see. You're nude to me. Or you're wearing a parka. Does not. I don't see that. Was she wearing a blazer? Why is that like part of their thing? I'm just saying. I want to know. Making it up. There was. It was definitely not like. It was like a white woman, and she wasn't dressed in like Eastern garb. I know that. Okay. Uh, And she was cool. She was cool. She cool with you. She was cool with me. Were you cool with her? I was. I had someone with me who was more engaging than i was uh, more engaged in the environment more trying to like can i can i can i get in on can this I stay? Can, I, can i stay here can forever I stay here? can i and i was here? more like I mean, maybe we should just yeah just take just it in and get a bowl of rice <laughs> this person wanted to die there okay 
That happens. That's good. That's a good person to bring along. I didn't know. Well, I didn't know that oh, was yeah, going to yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jump in here. This guy owes me money. I thought you were just sitting there like, wait a minute. This place doesn't. Okay. Um, I didn't know that was it was going to. Well, you live there now. So turn, congratulations. Turn so quickly on him. Congratulations. But, um, it's very beautiful grounds. Oh, hallowed grounds. There's something to them, I, obviously. I mean, there's something to it. But something, something to everything. I might drop some hints up there. Psst, psst. Hey. Uh, but if nothing else, yes. it does seem as though the, the philosophy is one of broad, loving... Unity. Unity and acceptance. And so that I can appreciate. Uh, and I can certainly appreciate how... What a refreshing perspective that must have been to people in the f early 50s in America having grown what? up within these... What, 1920? Yeah, that's, sorry, you know, 40s and stuff. When he's fully rolling, he must have really seemed like... He must have fucked. Dog. You kidding me? Good looking... You kidding me? Magical, a magical, magical Eastern mm. fucking mythical Indian being yeah, like in the an 1920s at the top of yeah, LA. top of a state in Hollywood, dude. Fucked. Bite toothpaste bits. Toothpaste reinvented, the only all-natural plastic-free way to replace the paste you've used your whole life. Zero paste, zero waste. Bite brush, smile, repeat. Over one billion toothpaste tubes are thrown away Interesting. each year. Did you ever think about that? Yes. Is this a product that we could stand behind? I believe Gotta so. Gotta try it first, but interesting. Glass jar, put do the bits, refill it, no tubes. A billion tubes? I guess that's true. If everybody has toothpaste and you go through your toothpaste and then you take the tube, and where's the tube go? You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. We know that. We know that. But can you put the... Can you put the tablets back in the glass but the, jar? You should be able to retube re your paste. I mean, you should have Fuck a... Fuck this. Let's retube the paste. Holes on both sides. You run it through it. You, it's a little machine. It, you, you can't do that? It's, it's got to be re rethought, I guess. The tube, the toothpaste tube needs to be reinvented. I'm sure it's been Why? reinvented a million times and not been... You just can't Tate. be. It's perfect. No, it can never be. It's just you're not saying it's perfect. Taking a hold. Okay. It's certainly because not so perfect. It's inefficient as fuck. Oh my god! Rolling that fucking thing up. Never get everything yeah, out of there. When I was a kid, my mom had the little with the little like play, a, yeah, little oh, spool like a clip. 1800s, like yeah, the thing that you rolled into. Yeah, it you put it in and roll. Fuck that shit. We got to reinvent the fucking toothpaste tube. Well, the toothpaste tube we currently use was a reinvention of the, an old toothpaste oh, tube. Remember, because the guy went in and said, oh, "I didn't remember that." I, I can. That. He met. Went, I, maybe it's an old urban myth. He went into like uh, Billy Crest's office and was like, "Hey, Billy Crest, I can fucking improve on this." He said, "You know, you can Stephen, double Stephen Colgate. Double you your double this Stevie Billy Colgate. Crest. I'm Stevie Colgate." He said, "If you you want to double the amount of toothpaste that you sell, make the opening of the tube twice as big." Because it was twice. Because it was. Known. If you look at like toothpaste tubes from back in the day, they're like this little little pin shit. What if they made it three times as big? <laughs> it's it's like a can. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. So that's what I'm saying. Make All it right. Five times as big. Fuck those up. Fuck those. <laughs> up. I want to be like a deodorant dispenser. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the old tubes like it's just like a little line of baby toothpaste, but now it covers the whole brush. Yeah. 
I don't know about that because I was trying to look into it and people were like, <laughs> these? Yeah, what about fluoride? And then people were like, what do you mean fluoride? And then I we don't watched fluoride. A, I watched a, you know, Florida for like thread of people we don't, fighting about fluoride. We don't, we don't need it. You and I? But people, it's put in the water supply for basically... Um, Babies and old people? What? Uh, for the for the poor, poverty stricken people. Oh, really? It's a way of trying to allegedly. I mean, I'm sure I'll get people calling what your is- voicemail and saying, but the fluoride in the water supply is in order to try to provide fluoride to people that don't get it because um, they're not brushing their teeth. Because they're not dealing with their, they're not getting the dental care that they need when uh, they're when their teeth are growing and stuff like that. And and not that, going to dentists. I don't know. Is that like chemtrails? I, I know that we get too much of it at this point like people like you and i because we use actually i don't use a fluoride toothpaste at this point so i i must i get toothpaste so there must be fluoride in it you just get crest colgate kind of stuff or do you I, get like I natural just, like tom's no no fluoride oh, so all those old timeies are no do i need to get off fluoride or get on fluoride i gotta find out if i'm on it first but let me I mean, know. We don't so drink tap ti- water, so we're not getting the fluoride out of the tap water. By the time you call me and tell me if I need to be on it or off it, I'll know if I'm on it, off it or on it, but just let me know. Do I need to be on fluoride or off fluoride? It's so hard to try to fucking, you know, you want to do these. When, remember, the, remember, remember when people, I don't remember when reduce, reuse, recycle, I don't remember when it all started. Remember the time when nobody knew a fucking thing and never had to feel fucking guilty about fucking anything? And concerning like um, the monumentally awful impact we have with everything we do. No. We don't, but when literally up until the point where people didn't, didn't have to think about the fucking toothpaste they used, I guess it's good, it's great, but man. Well, yeah, they were too busy slaughtering indigenous people and stuff. I don't mean that far ago. I mean like the sweet spot of like maybe mm-hmm. our like folks. Like uh, like after World War II and like this prosperity and like microwaves. It was and, like, like 10 years. It was like, there wasn't a longer time. It was 10 like, years. Then the fucking Vietnam War happened. Right, and then let, everyone went fucking ham again. Let's say. 19, 50 to 60. Let's say 50 to 65. There Fine. was a 15-year run where people didn't have to worry about a fucking thing but fucking. Yeah. Oh, they... Yeah. What? Toothpaste? What? Yeah. Plastic? What? Yeah, that's Fuck. about it. Recycle? What? I mean, that's all you're talking about, though. You're talking about 15 years, probably. Right. Tops. So 15-year run. But they didn't know, so it wasn't but their it fault. But it wasn't like wagon times. I mean, it like, yeah. if you really think about it, I mean... 12, let's say 12 years. The baker's does 13. It wasn't their fault. They didn't know. And they just were... Bet you people did. You think a few knew? I think more, probably more than a oh, few. Oh, they knew? No, they didn't know. There was a few that probably knew that couldn't do anything about it. There was a few that knew that didn't want anyone else to know about it because they stood to gain from it. But there wasn't, you know... What you just sound like some old crazy person talking, putting you know, Nin- putting yeah. flyers on yeah, people. Nineteen forty-eight to nineteen sixty. You know? It was an incredible twelve-year run. All I did was fuck. That's all I thought about. You didn't um, recycle? No. No. But they were the ones that did the most damage. Oh, all the damage. But they didn't know. More than one hundred and twenty personal care units. More than 120 personal care attendants in Boston who were paid by Massachusetts personal to personal ass- care attendant. Yeah. Do we cover that? It's, That's home health aid. Personal care attendant is a different 
word for Ray Donovan, I think. Personal care aides or personal care attendants? My guess is they're the same. Attendants, I'm aiding you, I'm attending you, I'm Ray Donovan you. Personal care ushers. Personal care attendants who were paid by Massachusetts to assist people with disabilities, more than 120 of them were registered sex offenders, hmm. and thousands of them had criminal records, according to a state watchdog agency. Okay. The attendants who help people with disabilities or chronic illnesses to maintain their independence are paid for by the state's Medicaid program known as Mass Health, which allows its members to hire their own attendants and, and does not require I want a background check. I want a sex offender, I think. Tick the box if you would like a sex offender. I need my back washed <laughs> by a felon. I know that. According to a 2018 report released by the Massachusetts Inspector General in February, almost 12,000 attendants had a criminal record from the last decade, and 122 of whom were sex offenders. Sex offenders, right in your home. No background checks? Seems odd. Seems, I thought background checks happened for every possible job you have. I thought so, too. Didn't they? Don't they do that? Even until, like... Like a grocery yeah, bagger. cart attendant? Like a teenage bagger. They run them through a fucking Megan's Law. They got to, you know? Got to check. So this, the state was just paying and they had just a lot of interesting. I, that's, well, that's, that makes that home health care aid even with no record, with no felony record, that's a job right there you can get in on. You're yeah. washing backs. Are you into washing backs? I mean, I think criminals should be able to get jobs. Criminals should be able to get jobs. I, yeah. Former I criminals. Um, oh, what is it called? Retired criminals. Retired no, criminals. No, I mean, you know, people who have been convicted of a crime. Yes. Post serving their sentence yes, or paid punishment. Their, paid their, their debt to society. They should be, they should be allowed to, to, to pursue... Uh, gainful employment washing backs i would be a bummer if that would be like if you knew like i mean you could be a a, a non a non-violent let's say okay that's non-violent that criminal be, okay there's no reason what that that person couldn't be a uh uh fit and trained properly to to care for the health of a back <laughs> We're gonna line up <laughs> the cleanliness backs. of a back wash that back let me see your technique <laughs> Maybe for the, for it, it should be, maybe the people should be told. Absolutely. Just that would be fair. I think because that's fair. Because if it's up to them to. I they, think it's fair. Do you, do you have any issue with this? No, would this you like person, to meet this individual and yes, size them up for yourself? Watch your back. The sex offender thing, that's a bit much to just Absolutely sort of not, a no. You know. Definitely not a, not a, probably a, a deal breaker. That for that like, particular line of listen, work. Listen, if you have to, if you're a real estate agent and you have to disclose that someone was murdered in the home, if you, someone was coming in to wash your back, you should be told if they're a registered sex offender. Yeah. You should, yeah. You should that not. Should be, you should be privy to that You shouldn't knowledge. be privy to it. You shouldn't have to even think about no, it. They should, actually, let's, yeah. You shouldn't even have to have that in your mind. Yeah. That there's a possibility that they are. Yes, you shouldn't, yeah. Because then how would you enjoy it? <laughs> and you're getting your back cleaned. 
man, they uh, just let them. There's a lot of there's a lot of cracks in our systems. Let's just say that across the board. Yeah, there's a lot of just how that happens. How did that happen? How did that happen? Yeah, there are a lot of those. It's amazing. Well, people yeah. getting into positions and then just really taking, exploiting those positions and really acting um, immorally and um, criminally. And it's, it's quite odd. You read about it, hear about it all the time. You, you kind of wonder how it works. Because you're going about your business and your day-to-day life and you're trying to, you know, do right and then you see these people that are like, oh, you're like, I don't know, I really fucking. I don't know did if it. I'm really trying. Oh no, you're just you're just naturally just doing right. Phenomenal, always doing right. <laughs> no, I just mean like I'm not. I, I don't have to like look at a situation and, like, and be like, should I like should I kill should this I, person or should not I take kill advantage of this situation? I, I mean, not to say that I don't steal shit. Yeah, but a lot like, of stealing. <laughs> apparently, didn't realize that everyone's stealing so much. Got told a lot you. Of, got a lot of phone calls. Told I didn't you. realize that. Uh, you're definitely my, in the minority uh, there. I'm the minority on that yeah, one. You're, that's, a lot of stealing. A lot of people encouraging me to steal. Seth, you got to get that high. And the way they're talking about it, man, they get a rush. Sounds like those you endorphins. Would too. Sounds like the, that's the problem. Maybe you that's too. It. Maybe that, you got to know. The you little gotta, cheapskate in you would fucking, oh, yeah. would be like I mean, drunk, imagine, drunk yeah, with it. Take the most frugal person and say, you want to get real frugal? <laughs> take it. I'd probably seizure. I'd be so like, yeah, his, uh, wouldn't be able to stop. Yeah, it was only forty dollars, but he ran out of the store. That he was, he couldn't believe that it was free, and his body he seizured in the in the parking lot at Target. Shrinkage. Yeah, shrinkage. Is that what they call it? Shrink. Shrink. A lot of people calling up, being like, "Oh yeah," but a lot of like that sort of the logic, like, "Hey man, it's like built into the system." I mean, shrink. Hey, they got a name for it. Dog. You're paying for it on the back end. You're paying for it, period. Get yourself, You're paying for it up get front. Get yourself a little taste. The front end, the back end. Get yourself a little taste. Hey, how come everyone that listens to the show is in the mafia? It's interesting. But they were like, Seth, I'm telling you, man. Oh, you fucking, you like that feeling. I don't know about that. I don't know if I really get that much but, of uh, a yeah, rush. But yeah, people be, uh, people <laughs> no, be, I mean, people be stealing. It's, but little shit, right? No, everything, everything. Big People just stealing. Everybody and be stealing. <laughs> Whips. And yeah, fucking. Toyota Tacomas. Like, no, I, I, um. Yeah, you gotta be careful though. You gotta, you know, thing. The universe is watching. It's recording. Some say the camera. I say the karma. 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 The karma is watching. <laughs> that's how. That's my feeling. Uh, by the way, uh, I'm uh about real close to like leaving this place <laughs> just, so y'all just know. leaving out those breadcrumbs god he was us he was a yogi man he foretold it on an episode wow he really knew he'd reached it seth yogatelli seth yogatelli <laughs> reached that nirvana stage so he dropped them breadcrumbs uh nearly one in five employees 19 percent of uh employees in um a financial wellness survey of 1,686 full-time employed adults hmm. conducted in January of this year report providing financial support for either their parents or their in-laws. Oh, no, 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 no. How much? One in five. That's... Woo! Ha. That's a lot, man. For their own folks or their, in, or or their in-laws? Or their, or their spouses, way, folks. 
Does that mean living with them, or that just means they could... The providing financial support doesn't are, mean fully dependent on them, but that they are subsidizing their... Gambling addiction, or just in general? Who knows? Who knows? We don't, does it specify that? No. I is mean, this, I'm sure uh, there's. it gets deeper. Is this groceries or gambling? What, whatever it is. Scratchers? I watched you, yeah. a guy here at we your 7-Eleven on the way over here he, today. He heats up in that place, dog. Holy smokes. Heats up. This guy. Crew. He had a stack of fucking what I believe was were winners. Well, no, they were winners. Oh. I saw him hand them over. Wow. But he had at the back, he was writing on them in his own pen, a Sharpie, what each one was worth. Hmm. He picked up the stack, handed it over to the guy and says, that's $680. But I think what he had wow. were 50 dollar scratchers not is that possible they make those they should not that's illegal so i was that's like illegal. in order to win 680 and then the while he was writing it all up and checking it himself before the guy goes and runs them under the machine he did it himself just Had to, to like gotta double check active scene over but there the dog. dude behind the counter was like do you play at other 7-elevens and he's like no this is it this is my one but i was like how much money does a person have to spend in scratchers on average to have $680 worth of winners. $11,000? I mean, I was just like... Active scratcher spot over there. Big one, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to learn from the big dogs. I get in there, it get, heats up so much, I'm trying to buy a newspaper, I just I can't help it. I've been caught watching something recently. I've been watching scratcher videos a bit. Okay, so you've, you've, you've gone off the deep end. You just said I've been uh, got caught something. I've been watching scratcher videos, and so what is that? Is a, that's adult men scratching scratchers, and you watch them from your home on the computer? Yeah. Oh wow! How's, <laughs> how, how's the internet? Thanks, internet. It's uh, it's interesting. It's also interesting. Twenty five years later, how thanks, many internet. fucking views they have? Oh, they've got so like, many six hundred thousand. Easy, so many views. Of course, and. I don't know, Wait. man. It's there's scratch it, scratch it. It's scratch it. It's weird. Scratch it, especially the scratched one, the, it. Uh, Next one. What are you doing in there? <laughs> Nothing. Wow. I mean, is it better than playing? Nothing's them? better than anything. It's all. Is it better than buying them myself? It's, it's all over. Do what you do. Just don't hurt nobody. He's not hurting anybody. He's just watching scratch. He's just watching scratcher videos. He's not hurting anybody. <laughs> scratcher tube. Oh, yeah, dude. America through the eyes of Sorry, two there's the other one American Americans. Filming those machines that have the sweeper, and it's like all the stacks of like, it's like a roll of $20 bills and like quarters, and you put the quarter in, and you try to get the, the machine to push your quarter in to make the quarters fall off. You, seen, you know what I'm talking about? No, no. Forget it. No. There's videos of that, Forget too. Forget it, amateur. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Loser. Learn some more at your hotspot. <laughs> Hi guys, you've been watching vids? Uh, what is this called? 781. It's called Oh Yeah Dude. Started in February of 2006. It is now March of 2020. 2020. Uh, 781. Come back for 782. And thank you so much uh, you for listening. If you can, you can go to Patreon and you can uh, you can pledge uh, to us. You put put your uh, put your info in and just pledge an amount, and they'll just take that. Uh, from you each month and that's a way to keep this show it keeps us from having to do any commercials or advertising so we can just let jonathan place a 
a, a track to open, then us do the show, and then Jonathan put another track on like he's done. This will when you're listening to this episode, he'll have done this seven hundred and eighty one times. Done double um, tracks. I'm sure there's been some doubles maybe have popped in. Is only that... only a handful. Only a handful. And those weren't, I think, maybe one or two were on purpose. So over 1,500 songs. And the other ones were by accident. Um, I uh, Amazing. You can also just do, if it's easier to do a one-time donation, you could go to our Venmo. That's UYD number four, letter L. UYD four L. Uh, I think you can also find it by my name. Um, that's you can Jonathan Larroquette. That's Jonathan Larroquette. L a double R O Q U E double T E. Oh yeah. Dude.com is our website. There is a merch store there. There are click throughs for ticket links for three shows that we're playing, uh, throughout the, uh, remainder of, uh, I guess the late spring and, Coming and early summer or no late spring and summer. What well, we have Saturday, excuse me, May- Saturday, May 23rd, um, Milwaukee, at, Wisconsin in Milwaukee. We have, um, Friday, Friday, June 26th at Los Angeles, at the Lodge Room in LA, and, then, and also uh, August 15th, a Saturday in Detroit at the Majestic. Um, thrilling, exciting, um, extraordinary, extraordinary, yeah, podcast. Um, this is an extraordinary, but yeah, go podcast. to Patreon, pledge to the show. Thank you to everyone that does. Great merch for sale right now, an amazing poster, uh, that's uh just really something else uh a timeless all-encompassing sort of uh retrospective sort of look back at look back uh, so many things of ahead. ours so um let's look back to look but yeah ahead. and then m- m- most importantly but let's look ahead keep look listening back. tell people but what is it really what is it all when it's quantum i mean but gonna, really what is it when it's quantum gonna be leaving soon or are we just are you're leaving or you're arriving gonna leave soon you mean you just got here what did Baba Ramdas say? Dying is like taking off a tight-fitting pair of shoes. Oh, imagine. Oh, just kicking off the getting your sweats on. That's what I've always said. Dying's just putting Dying's on just your like favorite putting sweats. on your fucking house clothes. 888-842-357. Seatbelts.
Thank you.